How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 12 Chapter 6 This is Season 12 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 6. In this episode, we will be talking about power. Power is the manifestation of one's ability to induce deference, that is, compel someone to meet your expectations in the absence of consent. Power is the manifestation of a non-consensual reality. That non-consensual reality can originate as non-consensual or it can arise out of a consensual reality through coercive pressure. Power can arise out of an archetypal form which possesses a hierarchical component. Individuals who possess a preferential possession of the archetype, that is, archetypal fit, can induce others to meet their expectations in the absence of consent. They can do this as a facet of the archetype which reflexively assigns a hierarchically subordinate archetype to others within their social system. Or, they can contract one expectation for another. Or, they can impose power through physicality, or the threat of physicality, as states do. Finally, they can do so through privileges as a function of a social contract. The contracting of expectations functions very much like a contractual arrangement. These types of social contracts people make with their intimate partners all the time. But also, they are made between institutions and individuals as well. There is an expectation, consideration and reliance. Let me give you an example. Suppose that person 1 wants person 2 to quit drinking alcohol and in exchange they will remain in an intimate relationship. Person 2 quits drinking, as consideration, then person 1 acts with reliance upon that action, they engage in an intimate relationship. There are two sides of the expectation matching and two distinct expectations met. But, the difference between a social contract and a legal contract is that in a legal contract there is a remedy for breach. In a social contract, breach simply ends the social contract. Some societies such as those based upon social credit, or social credit systems, such as those in China, would have remedies for breaching the social contract. China has experimented with social credit as a solution in a broader societal basis. As another example of a social contract, universities or educational institutions often have a social contract with their students. These contracts produce expectations upon their students and students act in reliance upon the promise of education. Privileges are just social contracts with remedies built in. For example, person 1 possesses a freedom such as driving a car, so long as they meet certain expectations, they will retain this privilege, with the remedy for breach, its removal. Now, a consensual reality can become non-consensual through any of the above applications of social contracts or force. When an individual enters a social system with certain privileges, consents to the reality which follows, then, finds those privileges being removed as a function of their continued participation in the social system, that consent is vitiated by the loss of privileges. The moment that the system removes privileges which were held prior to consensual participation, that consensual reality becomes non-consensual. Individuals may be unable to leave the social system, practically, or they may simply not want to give up the corresponding expectation matching of other social participants. Likewise, financial entanglements, such as through the family law system, can prevent an individual from escaping the closed social system without some remedy for breach.
Thus social contracts can become financial contracts through the integration of those with the legal system as an interface. Now, at its most basic form, social contracts begin with the threat of force, or application of force. The barest layer of intersection is the physical because most social systems are spatially anchored. So, physical territoriality is the most basic form of coercive force. To understand this concept, read Book 2 of How to Create a Glitch, the complete series, which discusses how we hold a limited space around our bodies, a kind of cushion surrounding us, representing our freedom of action or security of the person. When two people intersect spatially, it has one of two effects, substitution and displacement or union. Displacement and substitution occurs when one person invades the body space or physical territoriality of another, to induce a physiological reaction, against the consent of the other. This is commonly understood to be a form of deference. That is, it causes the physical chain of biological reactions described in Season 11 Episode 2. It displaces social dominance by a physiological accession, entangling one's will to the will of another. It is the most basic form of power, but deference can just as easily be attained through a hierarchical archetype, or through coercion using social contracts or expectation exchange. Thus, I can order someone to do my will, by a function of a contract, or by a function of my physicality. In practice, What this means is that the coercive force of contractual exchange, application of force, both manifest in the physiological mechanism or biological mechanism of deference described in Season 11 Episode 2. The key point to gather from all this is that coercive pressure, power, is multidimensional. It stems from our physical movements, through our voice, through preferential possession of archetype, or through social contract. The application of power turns a consensual reality to a non-consensual one. Finally, there is one last way that coercive pressure, power, can be applied, which is through archetypal gateways. As an interaction by one individual with another transforms one's archetypal constellation by the other, the projection of identity pursuant to this transformation can erode the privileges of the individual which existed before he or she entered the social contract. For example, person 1 has a gateway with person 2 and person 3. Person 1 rationalizes person 2 by person 3. Thus, person 2 is forced to give up privileges as a facet of being assigned the same archetype as person 3. Anyway, even this form of power manifests as deference through the biological mechanism explored in season 11 episode 2. It is conceivable that all of these various forms of power could ultimately be regulated in a social credit system, through the hypothetical technologies set out in an earlier podcast. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment, and subscribe.